but maybe trespassers, capable of both traversing other people and things, and even actually influencing them. Each of them had stumbled on a tiny piece of what compounded to a new science, a completely new view of the world. Writing the field hijacked me into further pursuit of the nature of this strange new view of reality. I had grown especially curious about the implication of these discoveries, that thoughts are an actual something with the capacity to change physical matter. This idea continued to nag at me. A number of best-selling books had been published about the law of attraction and the power of intention, the idea that you could manifest what you most desire just by thinking about it in a focused way. But to all of this, I maintained a certain incredulity, overwhelmed by a number of awkward questions. Is this a true power, and exactly how all-purpose is it, I wondered? What can you do with it? Are we talking here about curing cancer or shifting a quantum particle? And to my mind, the most important question of all. What happens when lots of people are thinking the same thought at the same time? Does this magnify the effect? From the studies I'd researched for the field, it was clear that mind in some way appeared to be inextricably connected to matter, and indeed seemed capable of altering it. But that fact, which begged many profound questions about the nature of consciousness, had been trivialized by these popular treatments into the idea that you could think yourself into great wealth. I wanted to offer something besides manifesting a car or a diamond ring, something besides just getting more stuff. I had in mind a bolder enterprise. This new science seemed to change everything we thought we knew about our innate human capacities, and I wanted to test it to the limit. If we had this kind of extraordinary extended potential, it suggested that we needed to act and live differently, according to a radical new view of ourselves as a piece of a larger whole. I wanted to examine whether this capacity was powerful enough to heal individuals, even the world. Like a 21st century doubting Thomas, I was essentially looking for a way to dissect magic. My next book, The Intention Experiment, intended to do this by compiling all the credible scientific research into the power of mind over matter, but its purpose was also an invitation. Very little research had been carried out about group intention, and my plan was to fill that gap by enlisting my readers as the experimental body of group intenders in an ongoing scientific experiment. After the book's publication in 2007, I gathered together a consortium of physicists, biologists, psychologists, statisticians, and neuroscientists highly experienced in consciousness research. Periodically, I would invite my internet audience, or an actual audience when I was delivering a talk or workshop somewhere, to send one designated specific thought to affect some target in a laboratory set up by one of the scientists I was working with, who would then calculate the results to see if our thoughts had changed anything. Eventually, this project evolved into, in effect, the world's largest global laboratory, involving several hundred thousand of my international readers from more than a hundred countries in some of the first controlled experiments on the power of mass intention to affect the physical world. Although a number of the experiments were quite rudimentary, even the simplest was carried out under rigorous scientific conditions, with painstaking protocol followed. And all but one of the experiments were conducted with one or more controls, and were also blinded, so the scientists involved were ignorant of the target of our intentions until after the experiment was over and the results calculated. I was far from convinced that we'd get positive results, but I was willing to give it a go. 
I wrote many qualifiers into the intention experiment about how the actual outcome of the experiments didn't matter so much as simply having the willingness to explore the idea. Then launched the book, kicked off the first experiment two months later, and took a deep breath. As it turned out, the experiments did work. In fact, they really worked. In the 30 experiments I've run to date, 26 have evidenced measurable, mostly significant change. And three of the four, without a positive result, simply had technical issues. To put these results in perspective, almost no drug produced by the pharmaceutical industry can lay claim to that level of positive effect. It was a year after I began the global experiments with groups of thousands that I decided to try to scale down the entire process in my workshops by creating Power of Eight groups and having them send healing intention. For me, it was just another, more informal experiment, and just as foolhardy a one, until it too began to work.